This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. What is happening in the United Kingdom? I don't even think people there know exactly what is going on there. Brexit, hard Brexit, soft Brexit, deal, no deal, whatever the case may be. Uh, Prime Minister Theresa May this morning has made comments expressing a lack of faith in any Brexit deal coming to fruition. And when you've got the prime minister of the country saying that, that's a little scary. So she's not even going to put it to a third vote because she knows that the votes aren't there. So she made comments about that in the House of Commons today. I reported your statement, Mr. Speaker, which made clear that for a further meaningful vote to take place, the deal would have to be fundamentally different, not different in terms of wording, but different in terms of substance. I explained that as a result, some honourable and right honourable members were seeking further changes to the withdrawal agreement, and I requested a short extension to the Article 50 process to the 30th of June. I regret having to do so. I wanted to deliver Brexit on the 29th of March, but I am conscious of my duties as Prime Minister to all parts of our United Kingdom and of the damage that union leaving without a deal could do when one part of it is without devolved government and unable, therefore, to prepare properly. That is Theresa May in the House of Commons. So what does it all mean? What's going on there? Well, that's what we hope to find out now with the help of Redmond Shannon, who is our Europe correspondent for Global News. Redmond, thank you so much for joining us. Good morning, Simi. So does this make it sound like there's no deal and they're just headed for no deal Brexit? Well, the European Union certainly thinks so. Uh, It said uh, earlier today that it feels now that a no deal scenario whereby the UK would uh, crash out of the EU potentially now on April 12th. And that would be mean potentially instant border checks, instant trade tariffs imposed at 11 p.m. local time here in the UK on April 12th, that that is more likely now than ever and that the EU is ramping up its preparations for a no-deal scenario. So it does seem more likely because no solution is popping its head up anywhere on this side or on that side. So what happened here with this latest turn of events then? Because they, it sounded like they, were, they got a little bit of an extension. They were supposed to vote on this thing. They were moving forward. And then all of a sudden, it just came to a dead stop. Yeah, what well, Theresa May was relying on, um, hoping at least, that she would get the sense from MPs that they would vote on the third try, that they would vote for the withdrawal agreement. Now, remember, this withdrawal agreement between the UK and the EU was hammered out and signed on in November. And Theresa May took it to MPs in January. They voted against it in the greatest defeat in British House of Commons history. And then they voted against it in a slightly less large defeat um, a few weeks ago. (laughs) She was trying a third attempt, but she knows she's not going to. She knows that MPs are still not convinced. She her tactic appears to be that she is running down the clock, which the opposition have accused her of doing to, to make every other eventuality seem worse and that the deal that they don't like would be the least worst option. Well, they still aren't convinced. And we're now uh, just under three weeks from this new April 12th deadline, and they don't seem to want to vote for it. It may be that it could happen later this week instead of tomorrow, but it's hard to see how it would pass, and you'll get all the how hard to see how all these MPs will change their minds between now yeah. and then. That, this seems crazy. So she was tr- just trying to push through the exact same deal for the third time? Yes, and the Speaker of the House of Commons uh, last week said you can't do that, in fact, because if, if uh, the same Parliament gets the exact same motion, 
uh, that well, that's against the rules. You can't have it. Now, it was done a second time because on the second occasion, it came with a, sort of an addendum caveat uh, of assurances from the European Union to British MPs to say, don't worry, because the central issue being the border between the UK and Ireland, that the, the concerns around that would potentially lock the UK or, or Northern Ireland into the European Union customs zone indefinitely, that there was a lot of concerns about that. Those concerns remain. Some assurances assured some MPs enough to sway some of them for the second vote, but nowhere near enough to uh, to do it again. And there are no further assurances. That there are, there's no further legal documentation this time. So, in fact, the Speaker... It's not known even if he would allow a third vote tomorrow or later this week. So I've seen on been watching it closely here in the UK, political correspondents on the major networks here and newspapers being interviewed, talking about what they expect to happen this week. Nobody knows exactly what's <laughs> going to happen. Nobody. That's, that's crazy. Like, it's just it's absolutely crazy it watching it from over here as well. What about the European Union side of this? So they gave a little bit of a delay there, but are they also running out of patience on this thing? Oh, they most certainly are. Well, it, it, it depends on how diplomatic certain voices from the European Union are. There's one prominent uh, German MEP who's quite frequently interviewed on it because he's on the relevant committee in Brussels and speaks fluent English. So you hear him a lot in the media here. And he was, I saw him speaking on uh, a news uh, network here uh, last week, and he was exasperated just said basically saying you in the UK you need to make up your minds we will we you know we will if you need to figure out how you want to leave and then we will try to make this happen but the ultimate problem being that the withdrawal agreement was signed by both sides and the European Union continues to say you've signed it that's the only deal that we're offering because we need to make sure that border stays open for the peace process in Northern Ireland. Remember, of course, the European Union was started in, in the uh, late 50s, 60s, in the wake of the Second World War, as a peacemaking tool yeah. between Germany and France to make sure war would not happen in Europe again. So really, it's at the heart of the EU to keep that border open, to keep the peace. Um, and they say that's above everything else. So you have seemingly a, a circle that still can't be squared but there it's going to be quite a week here in Westminster as a number of different possibilities are perhaps hammered through in the House of Commons. So meanwhile you've got then Redmond on the EU side of things they're preparing right they've yep. uh, more border aid they're, they're taking care of what they've got to take care of is the UK making any kind of preparation for this? The UK does have a contingency plan um, Yellowhammer is Operation Yellowhammer it's called it's um it is the no-deal scenario, so there are contingencies being done for trade um, uh, to, in order to particularly things like essential trade, like medicines that are relied on to be imported from the EU, ways to get them into the country should there be overnight tariff checks and customs checks. Because, of course, right now, if, if, a, if a truck boards a ferry in the Netherlands or France and, and sails across to the UK, it just rolls off the other end. No, no need for checks. Yeah. It's one custom zone. So on the, April, the morning of April 13th, you could have the uh, obligations to check these trucks for customs compliance. And the logjam will be in, it could be huge. It no could kidding. be chaotic. And that's why these contingency plans are being put in place in order to find ways to make sure that at least essential things are getting through. But there are worries about basic things mm -hmm. like food too, whether supermarket shelves will go bare. A, a lot of pro-Brexit people are saying that's scaremongering. We've never been here before. No one really knows if that's going to happen. Oh, it's craziness. Redmond, thank you so much for your time. 
You're welcome, Simi. Have a good day. You too. That is Redmond Shannon, our Europe correspondent for Global News.